I'm Dr. Janelle Anderson, former college professor turned manager in a large corporation turned entrepreneur. And not just any entrepreneur. I've made it my life's work to make organizational life more effective and fulfilling. So welcome to Working Conversations, the podcast where we digest and translate research and ideas on workplace dynamics and serve up to you the most interesting and actionable strategies to make your workplace conversations and your relationships more effective, productive, and influential. If you're looking for proven tools for your workplace toolbox, you're in the right place. Now, let's get after it. Have you ever thought about doing a digital detox? It's the idea that you give up the mobile devices that most of us are pretty hooked on for a set period of time. The point is to disconnect from the devices and get reconnected with our real lives and experience our real lives without the distraction of our smartphones. What are the reasons to do a digital detox and do you need to do one? On this episode of the podcast, I'm going to give you the ins and the outs of digital detoxes and then invite you to take a challenge with me. I'll explain exactly what I'm doing to unhook from my devices, at least a little bit, and invite you to take the journey with me. We'll make it fun and easy, I promise. All right, back in January of this year, Mark Benioff, the CEO of Salesforce, the leading customer relationship management software company, he went on a 10-day digital detox. He disconnected from his screens and his devices. Now, there's an interesting twist to his story. He went to French Polynesia to do this. I don't think that I'm going to get a chance to go to French Polynesia and do mine, and probably neither are you. He went to French Polynesia to do this at exactly the same time his company was laying off 8,000 workers. So, no. I don't necessarily think he was doing a digital detox. I think he was hiding. (laughs) All right, so that is not necessarily the approach we're going to take. We're not going to avoid our phones because we've got a bunch of bad news happening in the world around us or in our personal lives or whatever. No, 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 no. And instead of going cold turkey like he did and giving up all devices for 10 days, which in fact is not shown to change much of anything in the long run, and in fact it makes people very anxious and upset and uneasy while they do it. So we're not going to go cold turkey for 10 days. I am proposing a much more moderate approach. Now, some call it a screen diet or a device diet. Well, I like that term better than detox because, I mean, yes, we are addicted, but I think we can save the word detox for the disciplines that really do need that, that term. So Detox also sounds really punitive. So let's think of this more as like a balanced diet rather than a restricted punitive detox or diet. So a screen diet is a conscious approach to managing your time spent on digital devices. It's about finding balance and making sure that your screen time is enriching and meaningful in your life because it absolutely can be and it is because we use our devices to connect to one another. So we want to not cut them out entirely. Now, again, don't panic. A screen diet is not a total withdrawal from all of your screens. It's just about finding balance. As part of this, I also want you to come up with some sort of screen protocol or charter or manifesto, or my favorite word for it is a covenant, a pact or a promise that you're making with yourself. So a covenant is that agreement or promise. It's usually written down in some sort of formal way, and I will share mine with you. And, you know, it's 
typically between two people, but this time it's going to be between you and your device. And it's a basically a pledge that you're making to yourself between you and your phone or any other devices that you might be hooked on. It doesn't have to just be your phone. It could be a tablet computer. It might be your laptop. So I have an awesome download that you can use to craft your plan and your covenant. And you can find it on the show notes page for this episode at janelleanderson.com forward slash 140 for episode 140. So research shows that over 60% of people admit being addicted to our phones. <laughs> now, I think the number of people who are actually addicted to their phones is much higher than 60%, but 60% of us will actually admit to it. Now, my most popular keynote right now addresses some of this. It's titled Reconnecting in a Disconnected World. And it's all about the paradox of how we have more ways to connect now than ever before. But the paradox is that people feel more disconnected than ever before. Now, part of that may have to do with fubbing, which I also talk about in that keynote. And I talked about last week, if you didn't catch episode 139, you're going to want to go catch that because it's all about how we inadvertently snub people by being on our phones when we're in conversation with them. But back to reconnecting in a disconnected world, one of the things that I talk about in that speech is how loneliness globally has hit epidemic levels and it's impacting our work lives and our productivity. And also, and perhaps more importantly, it's impacting our physical health and our mental health. Now, before I go down that line of research too far, in fact, let me just say that I'll do a follow-up episode on that topic in a few weeks, let's just stick to being connected with one another and being a little bit less hooked on our cell phones. So we need more than ever to connect and reconnect with other humans and pets and nature and all the things in our real life and do those not through our devices. So let's talk about how we might go about doing this. I'm going to share my plan. And again, that great download that you can use. I want you to take this challenge with me. I really, really do. So just like a healthy diet includes a variety of different foods from all the food groups, a healthy screen diet includes a variety of screen activities as well. So I want to make a distinction here between active screen time and passive screen time. And this is a really important distinction. So tune back in if you're multitasking. So active screen time is the time spent using screens for learning, creating, connecting with others, doing our work, because so much of our work these days happens on screens. So examples of that um, include using screens all day long during the workday to get our work done, um, maybe video chatting with a friend in the evening or a family member, um, taking an online course, playing a video game with your child, those kinds of things where you're actively engaged and there's usually somebody else involved. So that's active screen time or you're you know getting work done. Now, the distinction here is between active screen time and passive screen time. So passive screen time is time spent consuming content on your screens, such as watching TV, scrolling through social media, watching YouTube, um, playing a video game alone, just kind of you're a little bit checked out while you're doing that passive screen time. So too much passive screen time has negative consequences on your physical health and our mental health. It can lead to all kinds of problems. It can lead to sleep deprivation, obesity, anxiety, general disconnection from your life, and more. So we want to get to a place of having a healthy screen diet one that limits that passive screen time and prioritizes active screen time when we are going to have screen time and also makes us conscious about 
when we're spending time on screens. It's also important to take breaks from screens throughout the day and to refrain from using them in bed because it impacts our sleep. And I'll talk more about that in a little bit. So passive screen time is what we're taking on here, not necessarily the active screen time. So I'm focusing my experiment on my mobile devices, so mobile phones, tablets, and the like. I don't tend to lose long periods of time on my laptop. Usually when I'm on my laptop, I am working. So for me, I'm not going to be using my laptop as part of this experiment that I'm doing, but some people do. Some people lose hours and hours of the day on YouTube videos, on their laptops, and all kinds of other things where they are, again, passively engaged. So it may be that you want to consider whether or not you're going to use your laptop. Okay, so here is the step-by-step process that I am following. And again, you can download the great tool for this from JanelleAnderson.com forward slash 140 for 140. So step one, take inventory of how much time you spend on social media, email, games, and other apps on your smartphone. So most phones will do this for you. You can go to the settings and then you can look for something called screen time, or it might be labeled something a little bit different because each device calls it something a little bit different. On my phone, and I use an Android, it's called Digital Wellbeing and Parental Controls. That's one of the main categories right under uh, on my settings. Now, when I go to that Digital Wellbeing and Parental Controls, it pulls up all kinds of great statistics on my phone use. So how many times I've unlocked the phone in the last 24 hours. Um, It pulls up all different percentages of what I'm doing when I'm on my phone, if I'm in texting or if I'm actually on the phone, because I do use my phone to make phone calls. It tells me which apps I'm using. And again, it breaks it all down by percentage. So you're going to want to do that. You might also keep a diary or a log in addition to that, but your phone is already doing this for you. So you might as well just go look at the data that already exists. So we have to look at what we're already doing before we make some changes so that we know where we want to make the changes. Okay, so that's step one, taking that inventory of how much time you're doing what on your phone. And then step two is decide what you want to cut back on. Now, I'm all about moderation. If you find you're losing a couple of hours a day to YouTube or TikTok or Instagram or Facebook, that might be where you start. If you find that you're always hooked on email alerts, whether for work or your personal account, maybe you start there. Or maybe you're like me and you're hooked on word games on your phone. Now, that's where one of the places I need to start. We'll talk more about that when I get into my step-by-step how I'm going to do this. Now, don't get too scared off here. Now, remember, we're just putting some boundaries on the gremlins. We're not eliminating them entirely. So I'm hooked on some word games on my phone. It doesn't mean I don't ever get to play them. I'm just going to cut back on how often I play them and how long I play them. Okay, so step three is decide when you want to cut back. Is it on the weekend? Is it late at night or early in the morning? Is it when you're in bed? Now, I mentioned that bed thing. The blue light that's emitted from screens can interfere with sleep, causing disrupted sleep, causing insomnia during the night, and just causing less deep sleep. So eliminating screens before bed is a great place to start. Or maybe it's during time that you'd like to be spending with your family or yourself, doing something that you actually get more enjoyment out of, like reading or exercising or taking up a hobby or just being with other people. So to get the maximum benefit, you're going to want to have screen-free chunks of time. So when will it be for you? That's step three, deciding when 
during the day you're going to cut back. Now, step four, decide how you're going to cut back. Now, let me give you a few ideas. One idea would be to maybe delete some apps from your phone. You don't have to delete the whole account. Like if you find that you're hooked on some social media, maybe it's Facebook. You could just simply delete Facebook from your phone. Doesn't mean you've deleted your account. You can still go to your laptop or your desktop computer or some other place and be on Facebook, but it's just not as convenient for you. It's like removing your couch if you want to watch less television. If you take away the enablement of the couch, it's likely that you're going to watch less television. Okay, so if you take the app off your device, it's quite likely that you're going to use it way less. So that's one way you could do it. You could delete the app off your phone if there's a particular app. Um, you could also pare down the accounts that you follow. Just Follow the ones that really bring you joy or education or make you laugh or whatever it is that you're there for. So if it's YouTube shorts, if there's some people who are making amazing YouTube shorts that you love to watch, just watch those and maybe unfollow some of the other accounts so that when you do hop onto YouTube and watch those YouTube shorts, you're getting the juiciest, best five minutes worth of, of YouTube shorts. So like, what would you, if you only had five minutes, what would be the accounts you would definitely not want to miss? So that's another way that you could cut back. So that's another possibility for how. This episode is made possible by Instacart. If you haven't already started using Instacart, now is the time, my friend. Now I'm the first one to say that I actually enjoy a trip to the grocery store. I really do. But you know what I like doing even better? Making this podcast. When I was deep in the development of this podcast, outlining and recording the first few episodes, my kids reminded me that they needed to eat. Instacart to the rescue. In absolutely record time, Magnolia, my Instacart shopper that day, delivered chicken nuggets, milk, avocados, fresh berries, and a host of other groceries we needed. When life gets busy, or when you just want to feel like royalty and have someone do it for you, there's Instacart. Get $10 off your first order when you sign up at workingconversations.com forward slash Instacart. Now, back to the show. Another part of the how is deciding what times of day or parts of day or which days of the week are going to be your screen-free time. All right, so then on to step five, make a list of what you're going to do instead. Anytime you change a habit, there is a stimulus that triggers that habit routine. And for our phones, it's most often boredom or impatience. You're going to still get bored. You're going to still be impatient. What are you going to do instead of scrolling Instagram when you're bored or when you're waiting for your dentist appointment? Read. Have a crossword puzzle book along. Leave through a magazine. Consider what will I do instead? And when you come up with set specific times, what will you do instead? So if you typically lose part of Saturday morning to Facebook, maybe you're going to schedule coffee with a friend or go to the gym or get a massage or go for a walk in your neighborhood or maybe even go explore a different neighborhood that you've been meaning to visit. So that's step five. Make a list of what you're going to do instead. And that is critical. Otherwise, you will easily fall back into your old habits. And then step six, how long do you want to experiment? And I do, I want you to consider it an experiment rather than a permanent change. You can decide after the experiment what you wanna keep. I'm gonna do it for six weeks. Okay, again, you're gonna to wanna to visit the show notes page and grab that download that will walk you through this step-by-step, janelleanderson.com forward slash 140 so that you can make your plan. So here's what I'm doing, the what. Work email. I have a tendency to read work email on my phone 
and answer the person's request in my head, but not actually type out a message to them because it's annoying to tap out an email on my phone. So I read the message, I reply in my head, I never actually send the email. So (laughs) this is mostly my work email. As my friends and family and my children's teachers can attest, I hardly ever look at my personal email as it is. So that's not a place I really need to cut back because I'm already cutting cut back way too much on that. I'd probably need to spend a little bit more time in my personal email. But for me, I need to cut back on looking at my work email on my phone. Now, in the evening, I have a tendency to play words with friends. I played a lot of actual words with friends during lockdown and played my actual friends on Words with Friends. It's like Scrabble online, if you aren't familiar with it. It was a great way to stay connected then, but now I play short games against the robot in Words with Friends uh, that's built into the software, and I can get really, really sucked in. So that is another place that I am going to cut back. Now, I don't do much on my social media sites during the weekdays, like during the workday, and I also have the data to prove it on my phone, Um, But I have been known to lose a few hours on weekend mornings to Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. So I'm going to declare Saturday and Sunday mornings screen-free time for me. I'll answer the phone and use my phone as a phone and reply to text messages during that time. And mostly that's close friends and family messages. And I don't want to lose connection with those. Okay. And when? Email. Really anytime. My work email, I should not be answering that or even looking at that on my phone. And words with friends. I'm going to cut back to in the evening, I'm still going to allow it, but just one game. And it's five turns each. It doesn't take a long time to play one game, but I get sucked in and play a lot of games. And social media, no Saturday and Sunday mornings. All right, so let's look at how am I going to do this? Well, I am going to go with a self-imposed strategy. So that means I'm just going to hold myself accountable to not being on my phone on Saturday and Sunday mornings, only playing one game of words with friends in the evening and not looking at my work email on my phone. So I am just going to do my best to have self-control. Now, if that doesn't work, I will delete my work email account from my phone and I will leave it deleted until my next business trip because when I am traveling on business, I do need to use my phone for email. And I, in fact, actually answer my emails on my phone, unlike when I am in my office. Now, I will then add it back for the business trip only and then delete it again when I get home because I do have a trip coming up in the not too distant future. All right, so I think I can do a self-imposed strategy here, but we will find out. Now, I'm going to be sharing the results of my experiment with you in a few weeks. Well, actually, it's probably not till closer to the end of January because I'm going to take this on for a full six weeks. So around the end of January, there will be an episode that talks about how my experiment went. Okay, so what am I going to do instead? As I mentioned, so Saturday and Sunday mornings, I will not be uh, scrolling Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Instead, I have some things, I have a ton of different home organizing projects that I have been putting off. So I'm going to tackle those. I'm going to be doing more reading, both pleasure reading and, I, as you know from listening to the podcast, I always have a few different books going. So I will structure some reading time into my Saturday and Sunday mornings and writing. So I'm working on a new book idea, and this will give me some great time to work on that. And there's also a number of parks that I want to explore. So I have plenty of things to be doing instead. I can also go to the gym. I love to swim and uh, sometimes 
if getting there early on a Sunday morning is a great is a great time to swim. So I have plenty, plenty of things to do instead. And remember, that is a critical piece because if you don't have something to do instead, you're going to get sucked back in. Okay, so how long am I doing this? As I said, my experiment is going to be six weeks. If that is too long for you, pick something smaller, maybe just one week. It doesn't matter. It should feel a little bit daunting, but not overwhelming. And again, we're talking moderation here. You don't have to go cold turkey and cut anything out entirely. Now, I also mentioned this idea of having a covenant or a promise to myself. And that's in that's in the download too, for you to kind of fill in the blanks for yourself on that. So here is my covenant, my promise to myself around this. I will create freedom from my phone in my life. I will be conscious of spending time on my phone when I am engaged in passive screen time. I will spend weekend mornings screen-free. I will provide encouragement to anyone who wants to join me on this journey. All right, that is my covenant. So that's my plan as well. And I want, really, really, really want you to join me on this journey. Now, the holidays are a perfect time to gift yourself with more free time by cutting back on time-wasting on your screen. So this is an invitation for you to join me in the challenge. In fact, if you do and you have some successes or some aha moments or some big challenges, I want to hear about them. And I will include them in the episode that does the wrap up of this where I share my experiment results. I would love to include some of your experiment results in that episode as well. So you can just drop me a line at Dr. Janelle at drjanelleanderson.com and tell me what worked or what's working or if you're going to do this challenge with me. You can also find me on Instagram. You can find me on all the social medias. I won't be looking at them on Saturday and Sunday mornings, but you could drop me a DM on uh, Facebook or Instagram as well and let me know if you're doing this or TikTok. So again, I am doing a follow-up episode on this after my six-week experiment is done, and I will include as many of your stories and anecdotes as I can in that follow-up episode. I look forward to you joining me on this challenge. Remember, the future of work is not only about technology, it's about the values we uphold, the communities we build, and the sustainable growth we strive for. We need to keep exploring, keep innovating, and keep envisioning the remarkable possibilities that lie ahead. As always, stay curious, stay informed, and stay ahead of the curve. Tune in next Monday for another insightful exploration of the trends shaping our professional world. Until then, my friends, be well. Thanks so much for listening. If you like what you're hearing on the podcast, head on over to Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts and give us five stars and a quick review. It really makes a difference and it keeps us bringing you valuable content that you can put into play in your life. I'm Dr. Janelle Anderson, and this is Working Conversations.